Do you want to empower families and young people in your community? Then take the time to make a tax-deductible contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. The Coach Tate Foundation is dedicated to helping young people and their families in learning and passing on the kinds of life skills that we all need to succeed. All too often, we hear about kids and their families having encountered life's difficulties that could have been easily avoided by knowing better decision-making skills. From anger management to money management to something as simple as learning to manage how we spend our time or how we use our job skills. Make a donation to the Coach Tate Fund. It'll help kids who need help and their families too. Make your contribution to the Coach Tate Fund. Get details at www.coachtatefoundation.com. And oh, by the way, thank you. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts Be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Good morning. It's family time. And welcome back to Empower Family Radio broadcast and podcast. Today's topic is our pathway forward, self-examination. What does the Bible say about self-examination? Well, Three effective ways on how we can examine ourselves has been submitted by Joshua and Fatato, and it reads, when you look in the mirror, what do you see? Obviously, you see your reflection. Every day, we look into the mirror to examine ourselves. Look for our faults we need to fix and ensure we look presentable. However, do you know that we also need to look into the spiritual mirror to help us examine ourselves? Self-examination is a crucial part of our spiritual growth. When we look at our spiritual mirror, what do you see? Do you see mostly your carnal and worldly attitude? Or do you see the character of God, the Father, and Jesus Christ reflected back to you? We need to examine ourselves all year round. And the question now is, how should we examine ourselves? When we return from a short commercial break, Joshua shares three ways that will help us examine ourselves every day of the year. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Halrus, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Halrus is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are at Amazon and at Better Bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Hulrus. Welcome back. Listeners, take your pen and your paper and notate 
these three ways on how we can use these methods to examine ourselves every day of the year. Point number one, examine your faith. In 2 Corinthians 13, 5, we read this. Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless, indeed, you are disqualified. The word examine comes from the Greek word parazo, which means to, quote, scrutinize and try. We need to examine ourselves whether we are in faith or not. There is always a chance for us to get deceived. That's why we are told to be like the Iberians who receive the word of God with all readiness. However, they did not stop there. They also searched the scriptures daily, Acts 17, 11. Whether we are new or old in the church, we must not just receive doctrines without really looking into the Bible ourselves. It doesn't mean that if the church leaders say this and that, we should just blindly believe it. We also do our own investigation because in the process, we all learn and grow. We are able to prove all things, 1 Thessalonians 5.21. By doing so, we can develop more confidence and faith in what we believe. In addition to that, Paul says to test yourselves. Well, blacksmiths, they need to test the metal. They really don't want to look at the real quality of the metal. They just don't sit down and examine it visually. They use fire to test it. This is where the second point comes in, listeners. Examine your works. We read in Galatians 6, 3 through 5, for if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one examine his own work, and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For each one shall bear his own load. From this scripture, we can see that we must examine our works. Again, we can see the danger of deception from this verse. It says that if you think of yourself more highly than what you really are, then you are just deceiving yourself. So what's the solution? What should we do to avoid being deceived in this way? It says, let everyone examine his own work. We need to ensure whether our work, deeds, and actions are in agreement with our faith. It's not enough to learn God's way. We must apply what we learn and employ them in our lives. It is not what we know that will save us. It is what we do with what we know. Even if you have a photographic memory, Memorize everything in the Bible, and you can quote Bible verses at will. All of them will boil to nothing if you don't apply them to your life. Examine your works, whether you're applying what you learned or not. We know that it is the Sabbath, and still we're breaking it. 
We know that murder is bad, and we still hate our brothers. We know that idolatry is bad, and still we put something between God and us. We are aware that adultery is bad, and still we watch pornography, and, and the list just goes on and on. Now, after examining our works, we will have rejoicing in ourselves and not in others. This means that we don't do good works because we want to impress somebody else or gain their approval. We don't need their applause and a recognition. We simply do good works out of the love to God and to other people. To effectively examine ourselves, we need to read the Bible and see what God expects from us. This brings us to the third and final point, listeners. Examine yourself through the perspective of God. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Psalm 139, 23 through 24. We need to remember that we can't properly examine ourselves without the help of God. We need to pray for God to show us our hidden sins and be ready to accept those faults, repent of them, and change our wicked ways. When examining ourselves, let us not use other people as a standard. We can't look at others and say, quote, I'm better than this person and that person. I guess I'm okay, unquote. No, that's not how you examine yourself. The Bible is like a mirror. You don't look in the mirror just to examine how it looks and how beautiful the mirror is. You look in the mirror to examine your appearance and correct anything that needs to be changed. In the same way, we don't just look at our Bible and praise how beautiful its content. We need to read the Bible, identify our faults, and do our best to change it. In our final words here, I hope, brethren, that you remember these three points and apply them every day of the year. We need to examine our faith, examine our work, and examine ourselves through God's perspective. Now, look into the mirror. After examining yourself, what do you see? Do you see yourself becoming more like God or less like yourself? When you compare yourself from last year and now, do you see yourself spiritually growing or spiritually dying? Are you the same old person like you were before? Finally, when you look into the mirror, do you see a Philadelphian or a Laodicean? Brethren, let us all examine ourselves. By Joshua, amen. Now, let's take a quick commercial break, and when we return, we'll learn more about what the Coach Tate Foundation is doing in self-examination through the Royal Kids Club. Let's listen in to my talk with Demetrius Mamaritas. We'll be right back. To everybody that enjoyed this podcast, order your book today. It's called Secrets and Protection Strategies for National Security by Francina Halvers. 
The book comes in two forms, a soft cover, and you can also download the Audible so you can listen to it at any time of the day. Make sure you go to Amazon.com and order today. This is a must for everybody. Are we ready? Are we prepared to lead by example today? How can you lead others if you cannot lead yourself? Listeners, your homework. Write down, what does your self-examination look like? What does it sound like? What does it smell like and taste like? What does it feel like? What does it sense like? Are you paying attention? Amen. Well, good morning, Demetrius, and welcome back to Empower Family Radio broadcast today. Oh, thank you so, so much again. It's been a pleasure, actually. Well, I tell you, I'm so excited about the Royal Kids Club at the, uh, at the Coach Tate Foundation. And before we get into our talk, I'd like to share with uh, our listeners, uh, one of our colleagues is working with us in this program. She says, you know, the emphasize to the listeners that our Royal Kids Club is teaching our kids how to be princes and princesses, princes and princesses of our faith. We're teaching kids about their true royal standing in the kingdom of heaven and watch their enthusiasm for Christ just skyrocketed. And one thing she emphasizes, which we do in, in this curricula, is kids don't need to pretend to be a prince or a princess. They are, they are Christ's royal subjects. And and what child doesn't love pretending to be a princess or a prince? Demetrius, please share with our yes. listeners the Royal Kids Club at the Coach Tate Foundation. Well, the Royal Kids Club is really a great program that we have. You know, it's teaching kids royalty and, and kind of uh, things that they're good at and kind of give them positive feedback and inspiration. And uh, we teach them, like, what is royalty? And what we teach is through Jesus and the Bible and the principles to make those kids so positive in life. They want that they want to be something special growing up. You know, they can imagine, you know, what it's like to, to be a prince and a, a princess. But um, the way we do it is such a unique way that we teach at their level and we get them so excited to be a part of something in life. And we're very excited about it. Yeah, and one thing I love about uh, even your form of art, uh, we'll incorporate this into the club, is, you know, it's, it's as if children already secretly know they're born to be royal to Demetrius. And I've noticed that in your balloon twisting when you had oh, the yeah. uh, little girls and little boys with the balloons. What enthusiasm did that bring to the children you know, just in royalty? You know, that's very interesting because when I, you know, I've been doing the balloon twisting as part of the Coach State Foundation art program as well. So, and what we do is we incorporate the, the elements of uh, the, the balloon twisting. For instance, I do like a princess crown or a princess yes. uh, hat of some type or like a princess. And I make like, um, like a sword for the, for the, for the boys and they think they're like a uh, a king of some type, right? And they can imagine, yes. you know, these kids are little kids, you know, four, five, six, seven years old, and they're imagining. And when I make those shapes, and let's say a princess crown with, the, you know, maybe like a red, pink, and a purple, like a lavender color kind of royalty look, and they put it on their head, they just, yeah. I, I mean, their eyes light up. They jump up and down. Sometimes they hug me. They're so excited, and their parents thank me because the kids are so excited 
they can actually imagine themselves being some type of royalty of some type. You know, kids have great imaginations. And it brings the best out of me when I do the balloon twisting for the kids. They're so excited. Yes. And that's, and you know, I saw that with my own eyes. And it's just the, the beginning of the learning process of embracing their royal bloodline in the kingdom of God. And Demetrius, wouldn't it be wonderful to turn their imaginations and fantasies into fact and to help the kids understand that their royal standing in the kingdom of heaven is real. And when they see themselves as royal subjects and their sins are as dragons and Jesus as the prince who risks his life to save them, then the story of the Bible comes alive. And I believe you've been making that real just through your gifts and talents, wouldn't you say? Oh, yes. You know, that's very interesting because, um, you know, growing up, you know, we all used to be unified with the family. We used to go to church together and all the positive feedback and learning from the biblical principles and all that. And I think it really starts with if the parents can show the child, their children, the pathway forward because one day they're going to be adults and they're going to teach their children and so forth. So it's so vital for the parents to use those biblical principles and everything taught and to be positive so the children are always positive because have you ever heard that saying, you become who you hang around with, who you associate with. So if you associate yes. yourself with positive things, you become positive. And that's the Coach Tate Foundation is all positive. That we implement that all the time. I love that. I love that. And Demetrius, I know we've, you've, we've got a few minutes left here, but I really wanted to have you share with our uh, listeners a little bit more about uh, the, it's the month-long program that we've designed for the Royal Experience for Kids they're ages 4 to 12, to introduce them to their father, the king, and Jesus, the crown prince, of course. And yes. and the kids are so excited to learn about their royal heritage and bloodline in a way, like you said, that at their level. And we have crafts and games and balloons and royal snack ideas and manners and all that that helps the children in life excel once they are able to pass this course and demonstrate the skills. Could you share with us what lesson one looks like with our listeners for our kids on what is Royal Do How do you explain that? Well, lesson one is exactly, like you said, what is royalty? We explain, you know, uh, the principles like we spoke about just a few minutes ago, kind of, um, uh, you know, heaven and the kingdom versus the negative below. Um, God's principle, the happiness, the, we discover four types of crowns, right? And we yeah. kind of uh, implement those and we move forward to the next level. So we, we want to take each child at their pace and kind of guide them because sometimes kids need, you know, one time, the second time, but as soon as you, you understand they got it, then you move to the next level. And that's kind of we go at their pace and don't force anybody to do anything that's not too pressured and kind of guide them in a nice, smooth transition. So we're very yes. we're very subtle on the way we do things. Yes, I like how you sum that up with the kids learn that they are actually royalty if they belong to Jesus and how the kingdom of yes. heaven is better than any fairy tale kingdom, Demetrius, because it's real. In, in the craft, they will discover the four types of crowns that we yep. can look forward to seeing in God's kingdom. And I love that, uh, uh, the crown breakdown. And you got lesson number two, uh, entitled The Story of the Bible in Royal Language. 
Can you elaborate yes. a little bit more on that for our listeners? Lesson number two in the Royal Kids Club. Yeah, you know, what we do with that is we actually, when we're teaching certain things, right, we actually yes. put biblical scriptures in there and kind of things that from the Bible. So it kind of flows. So it's not like we're just like jamming everything down really hard. We kind of subtly put that in and we kind of, um, we want them to kind of repeat things. So to put that in their mind that yes. these biblical things that they're saying and learning is positive and it's the right pathway. So we kind of do it that way. Yes. I like I like the summation here. The kids will hear a suspenseful tale of a prince and princess kidnapped from their father, the king, and the crown and prince has to save them. The king is God like and that. the crown prince is Jesus. I like that. And the students are like the princes to, uh, and princesses. I was going to say I'd like to add one more thing. We, we actually give examples and play some games. So yeah. they can actually, if you make things fun, kids will learn. So we want to put games and implement things that will make them happy so they can learn. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Lesson number three, how to be first in the kingdom. Well, the, the first in the kingdom is you definitely have to uh, follow the, uh, the path, right? If you don't want to go down the dark path, you want to go up the light path, right? We show yeah. them the the right way. We might even take them to different biblical areas in, around the city or something when we do different things. You know, the one thing I like is doing church events because that's all biblical, right? They're already yeah. learning from the principles from God, from their teachers and parents and so forth. And when I come and the coach day comes and does like a balloon event, that's yeah. all, it goes all hand in hand. It's all positive. So we kind of yes, teach, we like to do that, especially at church events. Yes, I love that. And the wrap on that is a royal party is the setting that you set up where kids get to learn how princes and princesses really act. They learn how to take royal candy from them for themselves in ways the crown prince would take it, understanding that the first will be last and the last first in his royal kingdom. So I like that. Lesson number four, Demetrius, oh, don't sit thyself there. What does that look like for the kids' curricula? Well, that's where we actually encourage them and show them that they are special type of kids. They can be anything in, in the world that they want to be. But we want to implement the biblical principles, not be anything in the world negative. We want to be in the world positive. So we show them different positive things, people that are doing successful things, people that are doing godly things, right? I mean, if you look at the ministers, how they're positive, how they're bringing people together. We bring leaders in from different uh, cultures so they can understand not just their culture, but other cultures. You know, the world has yeah. everybody in it, and we all have to live together. I think that's one of the biggest problems is we have trouble living together. And then what we try to do is show everybody that, you know, we're all in one world and we all have to live together. So we encourage the children to interact with different cultures and be happy and be positive and be motivated to be something. Yes. And I have to close on that one, Demetrius. It's a second lesson in how royalty behaves. This one having to do with making yourself look important versus making another person feel important. And our, our royal students know by now not to sit 
at the places with the biggest cupcakes. Demetrius, this is so exciting. The Coach K Foundation's Royal Kids Club curricula. And how can I yes. get involved? Well, they can actually, um, we're updating our site all the time. Coach Tate, T-A-T-E foundation.com. And one thing we like to do is actually, you know, when we uh, do different events and talk to the parents and so forth, have them go with the children to our site together and have the parent guide them. And kind of, and the kids can kind of pick different things. We have videos on there from past, like, sporting events that we've done and uh, the balloon twisting and art and all the curriculums that we're doing. So they can actually go to CoachTayFoundation.com. If you'd like to speak with us personally, give us a call, 904-234-6970. If you'd like to actually be part of it and kind of give us, uh, uh, you know, donate, we, we, we love donations. It helps us build our programs. We like to encourage um, events. And uh, we like to do different events for different people. If you'd like for us to come and do an event for you, uh, give us a call. And uh, we can kind of uh, interact with all the parents together in church events and so forth. It, it's great. We're planning a lot of things coming up in the spring when the weather gets a little b- bit warmer. Um, and we're very excited about everything moving forward, actually. Thank you so much, Demetrius. And to all of our listeners, it's family time and it's royal family time. We are a royal priesthood from a royal bloodline. And the Coach Tate Foundation is a value-add contribution in that regard. Please read 1 Peter 2.9 in its entirety and understand who you are. You are royal. Thank you, Demetrius. Thank you so much. In closing, I have a short poem submitted by Walterian Salih. And the name of the poem is Be Good to Yourself. And it reads as such. Be good to yourself. You deserve it. Take care of yourself while you're here. No one else can do it better than you. Hold yourself up. Don't be your worst enemy or a self-hater like some love to do. Live and enjoy life. Look in the mirror and smile. Believe that good things will happen for you. Be grateful that you were a candidate for life. And let such gratitude show. Make the best choices for yourself. Exercise, rest, and eat properly, for on such things the body thrives. Love yourself, and then you can love others too. Serenade you with a song. Honor you with a poem. And like an old-time friend that you would visit every now and then, Take care of yourself, for you shall not pass this way again. And may we close with this prayer. A prayer to remind you, listeners, what God says about you. Father, I thank you that your word is the truth which we can believe. I thank you that although the world may tell us all the ways we don't measure up, And all the things we are not, you declare all the good things we are. We are nothing in ourselves, but help us to remember all that we are because of you and who we are with you in us. When discouragement comes, send your Holy Spirit to remind us that we are forever loved, healed, strong, forgiven, adopted, whole, purposeful, hopeful, joyful, peace-filled, victorious.
wonderfully made, worthy, and we are yours. And Father, help us to see all those truths in those around us as well. When we are tempted to think of all the negative ways that others don't measure up to our standards, help us to remember all the beautiful ways you created them. I thank you that you, Father, have made us each a new creation, and you have given us a new name. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Dr. Michelle Thingston. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Holrus, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Halrus is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find Find your copy of our sixth sense and purpose, the power in knowing who you are at Amazon and at better bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Holrus.